You're listening to the Save the Marriage Podcast. Your marriage can be saved and strengthened if you have the right information. Join Dr. Lee Bauckham as he explores ways for you to improve your relationship and your life, starting right now. Hey, this is Lee Balkum, and this is the Save the Marriage Podcast, the podcast designed to help you save your marriage, even if you're teetering on that edge, and especially if you're a little bit further back, because one of the things we know is the longer a problem goes on, the lower the chances of pulling back. And, and I, I use that as a reality check for people not to scare you, but the fact is the longer a crisis goes on, the more acute it becomes. And so I often talk about the fact that there is this difference between, you know, a chronic crisis that eventually becomes acute and the one that is just kind of an acute right off the bat. The fact is that both of them often have um, things in the background that maybe you didn't notice along the way that were building up anyway. And so sometimes people tell me about the acute crisis, you know, the affair or uh, the spouse that finally says, I want out. And they fail to see that there were cracks along the way, that the acute crisis was building along the way. And then there are those that truly are just slowly sneaking up on people until one day they look at each other and go, "What, what are we doing here? Well, my podcast has been helping people and my programs have been helping people now for, for quite a while. My, my system uh, has been available for a number of years and the podcast is now several years old. We're well over 400 episodes and it's been listened to 4 million times by people around the world. Just kind of blows my mind, but it tells us something. And that is that we're struggling with relationships. One of the things that happens is that people get stuck in this dance and they don't even recognize what's gotten them into the dance. And so part, part of what we try to do is take apart the dance steps and, and help you rewrite the dance steps so that you get to a different place. And so one of the ways I've been doing that is by uh, answering your questions. And, and I'll be clear, I can't answer all the questions that are submitted. First of all, I get too many submissions. The second thing is some of them are so broad that it would take me hours. In fact, I've created programs and written books to address uh, the situation, so I couldn't do it in this podcast, which tends to be more like 15, 20 minutes. Uh, So those are the two broad, and then there are those that are so specific that my answer would only be for the person who asked it and wouldn't help anybody else who's also listening. And so I'm looking for what I call the Goldilocks question, something that's in the middle, not too hard, not too soft, meaning, you know, it's, it's not too broad, not too specific, but just right. And so uh, today I've got a, a Goldilocks question from, let's call him Jay. And uh, so I'm going to boil it down to the la- one paragraph. It says, my question is, my wife doesn't know if she wants to try and work at our relationship or not. And I'm stuck in a state of limbo. I've been thinking about myself a lot, but want to know how do we get to the point of working at us and our connection again? So Jay is asking this simple question. What do you do if your spouse is like, I I don't know if I want to work on this or not. So this is not the situation where the spouse says, I'm done. I'm out. Nothing you can do. No way, no how. This is over. That, that's one category. And then there is another category of people that are like, yeah, I want to work on this. Maybe I don't know how, but yes, I know I want to move forward. This is that midsection 
which encompasses many people I talk to who don't have a spouse who's ready to work on things. And uh, so here is the, um, the good news, the slightly good news. The ones that really are hard to deal with are the ones where they are no way, no how I'm out, right? That's, that is a very difficult case. It's not impossible, but it's going to be tough. And so you're at a better category than you think you are because it can be very uncomfortable at that midpoint. Part of what's uncomfortable about it is the unknown. And so I want to tackle that unknown first. Limbo is the term used. Um, and, and I hear that term a lot. And so now let me tell you what I think about that term. I think it's a myth. I think that limbo in life is a myth. It comes to us from this uh, kind of uh, theological thing that, you know, when people die, they uh, could go to heaven or hell. And this was kind of from a Christian perspective. Um, and then there was this belief built in along the way of limbo, where maybe the person wasn't so bad they needed to go to hell, but they didn't quite do enough to get to heaven. And so they had to wait in the middle for, for, to be prayed over or you know, something to happen that would bring them out of that limbo. And so we talk about that as this kind of purgatory place, right, where you're stuck in the midst of these trials and trying to figure out how to get to hopefully somewhere better. And so I want to set that aside. I'm not talking about this as a theological project today. I just wanted to to highlight where that came from. The fact is I don't believe in limbo for one very core reason. There is no pause in life or in relationships. You don't just get to go, okay, I'm, I'm just going to hold here, right? I'm going to go into a state of suspended animation for a while. And you can't do it for a relationship and you can't do it for life. And so even if you feel like your days go on and on, the fact is that every day is different. There, there are more days accumulating behind you. Every day that passes, days accumulate behind you. So you're moving towards you know, something in your future. And the other thing is that things just change along the way, right? When people say, well, we've been stuck in our marriage and nothing is changing, hasn't been changing over the years. I'm like, are are the kids getting older? Yes. Um, Have you changed in in your life and in your career and in your hobbies? Yes. Have both of you changed in your thinking and your stances and your maybe even uh, your economic position? Yes. So things are changing. It's just that there's this area you want to have changed where you haven't been able to get traction. And so instead of thinking about the fact that you are in a state of limbo, I would suggest that you feel that this as a state of, of, of trying to gain traction, that you haven't figured out the right pieces yet. You haven't t- figured out you know, the kind of the puzzle yet. And the reason that is different is because limbo feels real hopeless, right? And helpless. Uh, And those are some powerful uh, feelings that get in our way. And if you can see it as that you're trying to figure out the, the combination to this puzzle to get it all unlocked, then you can continue your efforts to work on things. And by the way, that is the truth. And, and so there is the way that some people will say, well, I feel like I'm in limbo. And I always want to help people recognize whenever we say, I feel like blank, 
usually that's telling us something different than the reality of what really is, right? I feel stuck. Well, we're never stuck. That's my belief is that we're never truly stuck. You know, as we think of ourselves as being stuck or as in limbo, a day passes, a week passes, a month passes, you know, a season passes, a year passes, and things are changing along the way. There's just this area that's still not worked out. And, and I use that as a kind of the frame of understanding now where we move from here. So there is no limbo. There is no pause. And that's, you know, limbo is the backside of the pause on the front side of what happens in relationships. So I always talk about the fact that a marriage, there is no such thing as a pause button in a relationship. Relationships by nature are either receding or proceeding, either in decline or making progress. That's that's the only thing that can happen. And so whenever somebody says, you know, we'll get back to that. Well, you're probably in decline. And when people say, you know, I'm going to keep up with this. Well, you're probably moving forward. Even if it's a slow movement forward, there's movement forward. So there's no pause button. Let's get rid of that. There's no limbo, which is the backside. Um, it's, it's also a false kind of belief in our, our head. Our, and, and so what we're trying to do now is to figure out how to move forward. And so I want to point out a couple of things. First of all, in my program and Save the Marriage System and, and, and really all of my work, I propose it on a 3C approach where you work to connect with your spouse, change yourself, and create a new path. Connect, change, create. I want to note that those are three things that you are doing. You're not waiting for a spouse to connect with you. You're not waiting for a spouse to change. You're not waiting for your spouse to create a new path. You are in the effort of connecting, changing, and creating. So connecting with your spouse. That's when you're reaching toward your spouse. And and part of what I want you to note is this ambivalence that your spouse is feeling. Do we work on things or do we not? Much preferable to the Nothing we're going to do, right? And so you have room to work on building that connection. Now, I talk about the levels of connection in other places. I'm not going to go through that now, but there are ways that you can add bids in for that connection, offers in for that connection. And you can do it on the three levels that exist in connecting, right? So first of all, connect. That's how you're reaching out in those three different levels. Change. This is where, and you say, you've been thinking about yourself a lot. Um, And I hope that instead of just thinking about you, you've been working on you, that you see yourself as a work in progress. Now, this is the one that a lot of times people will say, how dare you tell me that something is wrong with me? I didn't say anything was wrong with you. I do know that we all, every one of us, have places where we stagnate in life. And our task is to try to make sure that we don't get stuck in stagnation, that we get back on the task of of life. And we are, as humans, designed to grow throughout life. There is this kind of belief that floats around that people have that they, you know, you hit some point and you go, okay, I've arrived right? My personality is fixed. What I like is fixed. I'm not going to, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, first of all, let me just tell you, you can teach an old dog new tricks and people can learn new things throughout their life. 
It's what our brain needs. It's how our brain is designed. It's, it's in our DNA to be working to, to keep um, uh, modifying our life around us to fit the circumstances in our life. Uh, years ago, I had a guy who told me that his wife keeps telling him he's changed and he wanted me to reassure her that he had not changed. And I said, I hope you have. If you haven't changed, you've missed an opportunity. You should be changing. So change. That may be about creating new habits. It may be about ending old habits. It may be about exploring new things and expanding your life and expanding how you move about the world. All of that is in your control. You get to do that. I'm going to come back to control in just a minute. The last of those three C's is create. And this is creating a new path for your relationship based on being a we, based on creating your life as we are in this together. It's us. We are a team. We're together in this, right? And you might be thinking, wait, I have to wait for my spouse to be on board for that. No, you can work on your own thinking. I've been married now for over 30 years. We're this next year we'll we'll come into our 35th year and I keep finding places where I go, "Ah, I'm not enough of a we in that area." That doesn't mean that you have to do this, you know, Star Trek mind meld or anything where you lose yourself. You bring your best self to the team and you get to every day choose whether you're going to approach that and be your best self on the team or Fall back to man-to-man, one-on-one. It's your choice. You get to choose that path. And I, I want to be very clear. We choose these three C's. We choose to work on connecting, choose to change ourselves, choose to create the new path. And choice happens when we are very clear about what we can control and what we cannot. You can't control your spouse's ambivalence. In some ways, though, you can, you can work on that, right? You can, you can use that to your advantage or you can use it to your disadvantage. If you're waiting until your spouse decides to work on this, that's going to head you in the wrong direction. Limbo without us putting effort into it is in decline, always. <laughs> if I've said there is no such thing as limbo, you're going to go in one way or the other. Doing nothing leads to further decline. If we want to be more focused, we can look at what we can control. Those are three A's. So I gave you the three C's of what you need to do to to, uh, change your relationship, to transform your relationship. And they are to connect, change it yourself, and create a new path. So what do you have to control? What pieces do you have to control? Because if you're looking and going, well, I can't get my spouse to change their mind. Well, you can't control that. I can't figure out how to get my spouse to see things differently. Well, you can't do that. You can't control what other people are thinking or believing or feeling. So don't. Don't try. Focus on where you do have some control. You have control over three areas in your life. Your aspirations, your attitude, and your actions. That's it. Period. But let's go into that. So aspirations, you get to choose what you're dreaming about, what you're moving towards. That's our aspirations, what we want out of life. You get to choose them. Now, many people don't consciously make the choices and they pay the price, but we get to choose that. 
let's say you wake up and you say, you know what, I want to write a book. Okay, that's your choice to, to choose that aspiration. Now, that's different than whether you accomplish it or not. But you get to choose where you want to move. I want to see every country in the world. Okay, you get to choose that. That doesn't mean you're going to see every country. You decide that you're going to get in better shape, right? You choose that. That's your aspiration. So we start with aspiration. That's kind of like, what am I moving towards? We don't choose our fears. We do uh, um, have some control over how much energy we put into that. But fears just come upon us. But we do have a choice about our aspirations. You, Jay, are aspiring for a more loving, connected relationship. That's your aspiration. That's your starting point, your aspiration. You also get to choose your attitude. I will figure this out or I give up. I can't do it. There's no way I get through this. That's your attitude. I would just suggest choosing the attitude of I will continue to figure this out. I will find the path. I will keep trying the puzzle of the pieces here to get it all in place. That's, that's the other piece. You get to choose your attitude. Now, I'm not talking about do, do you always wake up, you know, on the positive side of, side of life, being the, the optimist all the time. No, that's not what you need to do. But I do believe there is a lot that we can choose about that, but that's not what the attitude I'm talking about. The attitude can be the grimness, the, you know, kind of getting up and going, I will grind this out. I will figure this out. It's kind of like when somebody decides their aspiration are going to get into shape. Their attitude, I'm going to go to the gym even when it doesn't feel like it, right? Even when I'm miserable and, and I have to make that choice. My attitude is I will keep moving in that direction. That's a choice. Followed by our actions. What we do, what we don't do. What we say, what we don't say. That's what we have in our control. And all of three of those things can help us begin to put in action, connect, change, create. Those three things in our control are what we feed into the three C's of saving the relationship. So now you're beginning to, to build on your plan to get there. So let me be clear that what I'm suggesting is that you shift from stuck to choice. I'm stuck in limbo. Say, I choose to continue working on this. I continue to move forward. I'm going to have a final comment on a word I just used. Um, but you, you, you're moving from stuck to a choice. And part of the reason that people do that is because they are clear about their goal or their reason for saving their marriage. What, why are you doing that? You know, what is the payoff for this? What are you trying to get out of working on it? That's our goal. You get to choose that. That's in your aspiration, right? That's in your choice. Now, I want to challenge one last piece, and I use the word. You say, how do we get to the point of working at us? Let me suggest that working doesn't sound very appealing. It doesn't sound appealing to people these days, for sure, and I'm not sure it ever did. It's just that sometimes there was this grim reality. You got to do it. But working on a relationship feels particularly loaded, Instead of thinking of it as working on the relationship, working at us, maybe you think of it as becoming us, becoming a stronger relationship, or transforming our relationship there, or focusing on our relationship, or even playing at our relationship, playing at we, right? That's a lot more appealing. If somebody says, oh, you know, time to get back to work, you probably are going to go, ugh. 
But if there's some joy behind it of let's play together, that's, that's the heart of connecting is playfulness. It shouldn't be duty or work. It should be let's play at this. Let's, I mean, that's where we fall in love in the beginning. I didn't work to fall in love. We were doing things, activities, and, and getting to know each other and playing along. And that's where it happens. And guess what? That's how we rebuild it. So I hope that answers your question because the first thing I want you to do is get rid of limbo. Don't believe it anymore. And then drop down to what you can control, where you want to place your focus, and how you want to make a shift from stuck to choice. All right? If you need further help, please check out my system. It's the Save the Marriage system. You can find it at savethemarriage.com. Savethemarriage.com. Now, when you purchase it, and the only time, I get some questions about this all the time, the only time I give you a free week of my VIP program is then when you purchase the system. It's the only time. In fact, you have to click a link saying, no, I don't want that. I don't sign you up without your knowledge. You have to make that choice because I want you to make the choice. But it's a free week that gives you a lot of additional help. People like, hey, you told me that there's something about apology. Yes, it's in VIP. Uh, it's a lot of training in VIP and I give you free access to it at the time you make the purchase. After that, you can still join, but you're going to join at the full rate and say, yes, I really am in on that. The other thing we're still doing right now while we have the space is to give you a free get started session with one of my coaches. No obligation to it. We just want to make sure you're, you're getting started with that. And you claim that on your download page of the system. So Make sure you take advantage of that, please. Those are extra resources that are at no extra cost, nor obligation to you. I just want to make sure you have in your hand what you need to get started, but you got to get started. And the place to get started is savethemarriage.com. All right, this is Lee Balkum wishing you the best as you work to save your marriage. You've been listening to Save the Marriage Podcast. For more information and help, please visit us at savethemarriage.com.